Good morning, good afternoon. Welcome to the No Mongol Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. This is episode number 95. So we are almost at the milestone moment of 100. So glad to have that actually happen in 2021 and not this year for many obvious reasons. But either way, though, I appreciate this, your support along the way. You can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com, or hit me up on social media at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. So today's episode is going to be part one of two. It's going to be basically a year in review. I was kind of going back and forth. I actually wanted to do this last year, but I kind of thought about it too too little too late. It was There wasn't enough time to get prepped for the show. But I figured it'd be interesting, especially this year, 2020, to reflect on all the craziness you know, and the good that happened in 2020. So... And as much as it, it's been like, and I know I've mentioned this before because it's part of the theme, it's, it's been Groundhog Day for many of us, this year has actually flown by. Pretty crazy. And I mean, at least it feels that way for me. So, But going back over some of my notes, some of the episodes and stuff like that, it was just crazy to see how much I actually, I forgot. I had forgotten a lot of what the good and, you know, and some of the bad that happened over this year. So with all that, let's just dive right in. Ah, January. Let's start with January. Good old J-A-N. So I remember talking about, it was my, I know it's technically December 31st, but my New Year's Eve session with the great Mark Suchu. And no, I didn't chat it up or anything. I just sat back and watched and just kind of see him tear up the the local park down the street from me. And I remember talking about, and yes, I was kind of geeking out on, but I don't, I don't like bothering pros like when they're out in the wild. I maybe give them a heads up or a head nod or whatever, but I just, you know, I'm just kind of silly like that. I know it's lame, but um, so shout out to Suchu. Wanted to, to point that out. What else happened in January? So uh, Zero Skateboards, they released their latest video, Damn It All, and it was online, if you guys remember, and it was scattered throughout the week, you know, at random times and riders parts in no particular order, at least from what I can recall. And I remember just wanting to simply, just to watch it, and it's in, in entirety, right? I just wanted to watch it one shot, not over a span of weeks. And I was just straight up ready to pay for, you know, my hard-earned cash for this video. And But their website, it wasn't working. It was all wonky. It just it didn't work out. But update, if you heard that episode. I did end up buying it. Haven't watched it yet, but after all that, I didn't end up buying it. So I just wanted to mention that. What else happened in January? Oh, Milton Martinez. He won his back-to-back Toadie Award. So I, I don't think that's ever been done before. Now I'm trying to think again. And actually probably will never happen again if you really think about it. But as of this recording, no name has been mentioned for this year's Toadie. So just think about that for a minute. How crazy of a year it's been. I would not be shocked at all to see Milton come in like a last-minute shot or just snatch that thing away You know, after that you know, Dictionary Hill, Hill Bomb. And, well, he did a couple other Hill Bombs this year. Just saying, though, I mean, it, it could happen. It's a long shot. It's like kind of a hot take. But how many of you would hate on that? <laughs> Maybe half? I'd be like, I'd just shrug it off. I would, I would literally laugh. I'm like, really? Really, Milton? Okay. You know, winning Toady thrice? It, I, I don't know. It, it, I guess if, if anyone could pull it off, it's probably Milton right? At least for now. So anyways, just something to think about. I remember 
formally inviting Tony Hawk to come on the show and talk about the best skateboarding movie of all time. This is no debate. This is no question. It's just, it is the movie Thrashing. And this was after, because the reason what sparked that, it was after he, he was asked actually to comment on skating in movies. And this is, I'm talking about like actual Hollywood movies or B movies or whatever you want to call them. And for some odd reason, the individual who wrote up that, the piece or the questions epically failed, like epic failed, didn't even mention thrashing. Never, never. So, but I never did hear back from Tony, just give you an update on that. But Tony, you probably never hear this either, but the, the offer is always on the table. I want to wrap with you about the movie thrashing. Yes, I know you were in cleaning the cube, but I want to talk thrashing. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Anyway, offer still on the table, but the first month of the year also had me commenting on how Dwayne Peters seemed to be kind of mellowing with age. And oddly enough, that age, you know that age take didn't age too well. Um, I don't even think the dude's on social media anymore, so it's like a poof, and he's gone. So just wanted to mention that because I remember talking about it. And then also too, we got to revisit the water towers. You remember that with Jeremy Ray, and this was such a good piece from Jenkins and. That is still the most insane thing I've ever seen done on a skateboard. I don't see that getting topped. Like, if it hasn't done so by now, I don't know. Insane. So if you haven't seen the documentary, go check it out now. And just be sure, like, to bring a rag, like, or something to absorb your palm sweat in case you kind of get freaked out about heights. Because I did. Mine were like faucets. Like, I could have just held them up in the air. Just trip, trip, trip. And the sports world... Still still in January now. The sports world lost one of the best to ever do it. So RIP to Kobe. And in hindsight, as I'm looking at my notes now, this is when started, things started to kind of take a turn for the worse, you know, and, and it's true. I'm like, wow, that's true. Way back in January. So moving on to February. Oh, my favorite team. You know, the San Francisco 49ers did not win the Super Bowl. I was kind of bummed about that. Yes, I know this is a skateboarding podcast, but, you know, I'm a, I love the 49ers. And that was a tough one to watch, you know, and they completely fell asleep in the fourth quarter. You know, it's, I, I can't even defend that. You know, Chiefs earned that win. They did. And the Nine Club's very own Steezus, he was all pumped up. So I can't hate on that, you know. Yeah, it was cool. But, yeah, I mean, one thing for sure, I don't have to worry about repeating that <laughs> next year because, you know, who's not going to be in the Super Bowl? Yeah, the 49ers, see? So, uh, you know, no stress, right? And so it's kind of cool. Chiefs, however, I might be congratulating them again next year. I'm just going to leave it at that. One of the worst, oh, this was, yeah, that's right. One of the worst articles to ever exist came from a site called Jezebel. And I don't even want to mention her name. I don't remember it either. I kind of wiped it off the my memory bank. And I, I'll, li no, I think I listed listed it in the show notes back in in february so you can go if you haven't checked it out go check it but just to say you know i don't say i didn't warn you is all i gotta say it's so bad and not in like a a run dmc bad is good kind of way this one was bad as in bad i'm just gonna leave it at that if you guys remember if not go check it out they also announced and you know provided graphic images of the olympic uniforms I was kind of on the fence about them, and I didn't invest too much of my energy, uh, from what I recall, talking about them. Either. I was kind of like, eh, you know, <clears throat> they're, just, they're just not my style, you know? 
but I could definitely, I could see myself if I had to say, if all of a sudden, dude, Rick, you're in the Olympics, I'm all, hell yeah, I am. Wait for these no complies, baby. But no, if I had to wear like a uniform, I would want to mix and match, but I know that's probably not a possibility. But it just, I was like, wow, okay. But then again, I'm not, I'm not a target demographic. I'm not a, you know, I'm not going to be an Olympic skater. So, but either way though, I, I think it, it would be pretty damn funny though, if, if I had to kind of try and wear those, you know, anyway, but if you haven't seen those, you know, maybe reflect back on, go revisit those. I'm assuming they're going to stay the same for if it happens next summer, question mark, maybe, who knows? We'll see if it happens. February also launched a very awesome hashtag shove it cancer movement. Unfortunately, um, Elaine Shawcross, one of the, the, the spearhead of this whole, the, the main driving factor, I guess you should say, of this movement, passed away from cancer. So you were an inspiration. And, you know, the hashtag lives on, Elaine. Shove it cancer day, I believe, is going to be an ongoing thing. That's July 10th. And F cancer is going to be pretty much ongoing, like forever, right? Till we can find some balance, some stabilization, some cure, anything for that disease. We've all been impacted, myself included. So that's a that was a rough, you know, February, just the, January and February. The hits just kept coming for 2020. I also talked about the lack of cheating and skateboarding, and this was influenced by the Houston Astros. If you're not a baseball head or follow the MLB, they got caught like literally banging trash cans, trying to steal signals and vibrating their way to the world series championship. It was 2017. If I recall right by far, they are the worst cheaters of all time. There's no question about that. Worst cheaters of all time, the Houston Astros. And it's not just that it's how they handled it. What made them so bad. They just didn't care. They they had that not, not one F given. They just did not care. Like, yeah, we cheated. What are you going to do about it? That's the stance they took. So, I mean, thankfully, they didn't even... I mean, they had, there was a shot of them winning the World Series this year. I'm like, really? That would be very 2020, and I hate saying that, but if they would have gone on and win it. But they, you know, they're, they're going to have to deal with a lot of karma for a long, long, long time. That just is not going to go away after one year. So, anyway. But, I was, but the reason why I was mentioning that, I brought it up. I'm like, is there cheating in skateboarding? I didn't hear back from too many of you, but if you have a take on it, let me know as well. I mean, I don't really think there there is, but I mean, if you consider PEDs, maybe I'm sure there are skaters out there that use them. You know, um, medicinal stuff. Uh, a lot of weeds legal now over the place. Is that a PED? You know, there's so many things. Like, what do you consider cheating in skateboarding? If you believe there is. And let me know what exactly is that your your take on that, because I'm curious. Is there cheating in the skateboarding? Tony Hawk shocked the world when he made his singing debut. Yeah, you heard that right. His singing debut on The Masked Singer. And he sang a Cure song that, unfortunately, got him sent home, right? I mean, I, I wondered, like, if he, if he would have basically, like, gone on to, say, the second round or something like that. Or maybe if he even would have started off with something from, like, The The. Like, I know he's a big fan of that that band. I think he would have maybe gone on to the second round. But I, I don't know. You know, it just that was his first dabble in it. But all I got to say is, either way, sign me up if and when his tour goes on. I mean, can you imagine that? Tony Hawk singing, like, Cure songs. <laughs> so let's do this, Tony. Put me down. I mean, don't make those tickets more than, like, 
Uh, what's what's a good Tony Hawk uh, concert price? Twelve bucks? Nothing more than twenty, Tony. Please, thank you. Shifting now from the shortest month of the year to one of the longest, and that is March. Whew. So March, <clears throat> March started to get things headed towards like a downward spiral on many fronts. You know, we were all there. I remember March 13th was the last day I worked, and it was when crap was hitting the fan. So, and I, w- I remember talking about just how awkward and weird the whole Neil Hendricks and New Deal scandal was going. You guys remember that? I mean, it was so weird to see, like, all these pros, like, literally, like, putting their body on the grenade for Neil. You know, they were, you know, planning on releasing his reissue reissue deck, which was part of the problem. And Steve Douglas was asking people to email him or call him so he can kind of state his case and and defend Neil and all this awkwardness. Like, and he's posting on social media. He, like, pushed all his chips in. Like, he was all in. But in the end, only a couple weeks later, they killed that deal and they offered like uh, no reason why. Very strange. So awkward. March was just a trip. So the whole damn thing is just strange. But anyway, I figured I'd mention that. And oh, yeah, March. uh, Good times. My failed attempt at getting Brandon Beeble on the show. You guys remember Brandon Beeble? He used to be a skateboarder. You know, he ride, rode for Girl. Yeah, he used to be, like, one of the top dudes. You remember Brandon Beeble? Yeah, of course. And I used to be a big fan of the dude, and I was kind of reaching out to find out what in the hell happened. What what made him all of a sudden, like, drop skateboarding off the mat, map? Like, no goodbyes. Like, nothing. Well, see, this is where I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn. It, unless it was kind of an Irish goodbye, which is, like... My only, I love, I absolutely love Irish goodbyes. It's the only way I love to leave parties and events. Like, pff, sneak on out, man. Where'd Rick go? Pff, who cares? But, so I'll give him that. But I was just hoping to get some questions answered. And, you know, I know a lot of skaters out there, and he's a very polarizing dude. People love him. People hate him. I just wanted to find out what the hell happened. So maybe, maybe I'll create like a, a Beeble doll and send it to him and, and kind of have him, I'll have him put a circle or a point like to the location where skateboarding like hurt him or did him wrong and he kind of mailed back and you know just have some closure for him you know it just sounds like you know i don't know but i, I yeah never mind I, I think we've all moved on you know I, I tried to get some answers for you guys but we just may never know what happened so figured i'd mention that oh yeah the tampa pro event remember that fakie kickflip from uh the now sodi that's going to be discussed. I'll talk about that, of course, in the next episode. But shout out to Mason Silva, dude. That that thing got everything started. Like, oh, oh, whoa, what's a little bit different about Mason this year? So it was a nice sign. It was a nice sign of things to come, especially for for Mason. So March also had me losing my mind for a couple episodes. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, in hindsight, I don't regret it at all. I recall like flipping out about seeing like so many damn skaters out there out and about acting as if we weren't even in the middle of a global pandemic. I was pissed, you know, and, and I was, and I was mostly concerned and I was concerned because what do you know, here we are in December and not a damn thing has changed, at least for California. It's gotten worse. We're in another lockdown as we speak from this, you know, and I still see individuals out there like, eh, you know, whatever, you know, as long as I get, as I take care of me, I'm all good, you know. So, yeah, I just kind of flipped out a couple of episodes in March, and I don't regret it at all, man. It just, it, it, I, I saw it. It was, if, if we don't change things and kind of hunker down for a week, two days, 
here we are. It's December. There's no end in sight. Yes, we have vaccines that are kind of slowly trickling in. But when is all that going to be completed? Is uh, We're talking June, July, August, next month, or next year, same month, December? I don't know. So I, I figured I'd mention that. And and as, you know, COVID-19 was starting to kick ass and take more names, the inevitable happened. The 2020 Olympics was eventually canceled, right? And it hit Nigel pretty hard. He even created and acted in a short film about it. Do you guys remember that? The main theme was being that he was going to be like a whole year older. And would he get another chance? You know, and I don't I don't think he had like cheesy like dramatic music but that got my attention though and i know that no way in hell that dude listens to the show but i was i was simply requesting that at least at the very least i get like a story by credit on that film or something something on imdb like for a short film credit because it just seemed odd that for him to mention being a year older and running out of time he kind of stormed out of his house with a bottle of vodka and (laughs) it was just funny i was like I don't know, but maybe maybe I'll, I'll get my wish and they would have to postpone it again in 2022. And he's going to do his follow-up video again on that. And I don't know, whatever. But I'm hoping that we see the Olympics. But I just, I thought it was very interesting that he was very, he, he noted that. So, okay, anyways, I was looking too much into it. But I figured it was something that I wanted to mention it was interesting for March. Take a quick tea break real quick. Hope you guys are enjoying this kind of recap of the last year. I'm only going to do it through June this time. So we'll have, you know, June through, you know, July through uh, December for the next episode. So next mo- next up is my birthday month, which is the month of April. Whew. And it, did de- it definitely didn't start off as happy as it could have been because we lost, you know, one of the greatest to ever do it, Jeff Grosso. So, and I talked about, you know, how his, my first pro model was his Grosso toy box deck. So that was good times. I think I had Indies on it, bullet wheels, like 97As, maybe 65 millimeter. I can't remember, but it was good times. So what a huge loss to skateboarding. And, you know, it was very sad to hear the latest autopsy report on his death. So, so sad. I mean, he was only 51. So that was a huge loss. And that happened in the month of April. Clive Dixon, another notable thing that happened. He almost broke the internet by using Radiohead's Creep in his video, <laughs> titled, of course, Creep. <laughs> and I'm, you know me, I'm a fan of Clive's, but that song just did not work for me at all. That's not a skate song. That's not a skate video song. No, hard pass. His skating deserves something way more upbeat. And you've probably heard me talking about men without hats, safety dance until you want to throw something and or just put a pencil in your ear but that would have been a better great a better fit i should say for that than creep i don't just i still don't believe that but i'm a creep still no can't feel it man sorry clive good part though tony hawk continued his domination of 2020 by making the move back to vans that was huge think about that tony hawk back on vans Although the move, as I noted, was kind of unexpected and it was a big deal, very huge deal. But the timing of it all was so close to Grosso's death that I was just like, uh, you know, when were these talks in the works? I don't know, whatever, what happened behind the scene. 
you know, but Hawk on vans, it just makes sense, right? So that was a huge thing. So some other notables for the month of April, Dakota Hunt. I remember he had a an appearance on Let's Make a Deal. Dude was getting down. Boogie down. And if you don't believe me, be sure to check out it's a his life dance part. Dude definitely has one right and one left foot, you know, unlike myself. That was very impressive. Very impressive dance in Dakota. And another memorable moment was seeing how much, you know, Milton Martinez hates windows. You guys remember that? He will destroy anything, any window that crosses his path. And he did so during his uh, Sodi tour. Make or not, windows will be harmed during the filming of his movies. It's just a reality we live in now. You know, we've all accepted it. So just be on the lookout for those windows. You know, maybe, I don't know, filmers start to probably veer him other ways. Like, hey, let's go over here. There's no glass to be shattered, right? All right. So now on to the month of May. And May wasn't as insane or extreme, but it did have its moments. You know, little little Wayne dropped, I, I called it a music slash skate video. Gave He gave everyone basically an update on his skating skills. You know, it's, he... He's he's still working it, you know. He's working on that pop. I don't remember seeing any manga pushes, you know. He's got I don't think he did any flip tricks, you know. He's still still getting the basics down, so I just figured I'd mention that. And we got to see another year of X Games Real Street. My vote went to Clive Dixon, but Chase Webb ending up taking the gold, but Clive did get 29% of the fan favorite vote. So well done, Clive. Well done, man. Oh, and what do you know? You guys have never heard this guy's name before. Once again, Tony Hawk found a way to get his name in the news after breaking his, well, he, it was on the, what, social? I mean, on, not social, on Instagram, I believe. He brought up the fact that they are remaking the Tony Hawk Pro Series, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Series again. And this was fantastic news to me because I'd been playing Skate 3, just kind of getting burnt out on it. I was looking for something new, something different. And that was great timing however at that time there had been session and skater xl games in development i mean now actually yeah they're all both of them have since been released so that news was a huge blow to both of those games only because we know how well the original tony hawk games did i mean we're talking millions and millions of copies and the remake was so fun it was so fun but i didn't finish it i didn't at least not 100 percent. but i got pretty much everything i needed out of it you know i'll play it on occasion maybe I, I didn't dive too much into the online aspect of it. i played it a couple times it just didn't stick for me so i'll, I'll make the the plunge into skater xl next i'll probably probably have to buy a couple extra controllers because i'm assuming that i'm gonna get frustrated and throw them and break them but who knows maybe i'll be a little bit more calm when i start that so keeping on the topic of tony hawk's pro skater rune glyphberg he released a part this year as well you guys remember that he kind of had the the uh the skunk stripe on his hair dude was still ripping no helmet needed hitting up the pools doing crazy stuff with crazy style actually should i should probably go back and revisit that again i, I really enjoyed that part so and then i also talked a little bit about my dreams you know not not aspiration type dreams namely like skateboarding in your dreams like when you sleep at night do you guys have them how i mean how good are they and how many how often do you have it and were you like me? Did you outskate Tommy Guerrero? That was what I was talking about. Well, yeah, baby. What's up, TG? 
so I skated better than him on like his. It was the dude. Why am I blanking? Yeah, it was a wall frontside wall ride over a water fountain at a school, and I just did it without like a ramp. It, it felt so good in my dream. I was like, oh. and then I woke up. I'm like, damn it, it's not real. So, anyways, let me know if you guys have skateboarding dreams, you know, and, and what you've done in them. I haven't had. I've only had maybe two or three since then, which kind of sucks, right? So I'll need to get my brain to fix that or you know, something. But I want to skate vert. I want to skate vert in my dreams because I don't skate vert. And then maybe try out a mega ramp or something in my dreams too. That'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Maybe if I can conquer that in my dreams. Uh, I don't know. Actually, yeah. No, let's not get ahead of myself, Rick. Let's, you know, let's keep it there. And wrapping up part one of the year in review, we will end with the month of June. Whoo. June 2020 is definitely it's def it has gone down in history. It'll be a memorable one for a long, long time. And not just skateboarding history, like for a long time. You probably think of George Floyd, right? You know, instantly. I mean, he was killed on May 25th by, you know, police officers, four police officers to be exact. I think all four of them are responsible for his death. That was, you know, late May, but it carried over into June. I mean, June was just filled with, you know, and continual outrage, protests, support from around the globe. You know, so it was so amazing to see such a strong reaction from around the world. Very powerful. And I know that there's so much work to be done, but I think June caused a tipping point, you know, and there's there's no turning back now. There's no on many fronts, there's no turning back to what it was like in 2019 and earlier. It's a new, it's everything's as of now, I mean, it's changing. The ugly has been exposed. And it's time to start treating every single person exactly how we would want to be treated. And, you know, regardless of the color of the skin, of course, that's the main thing. Because remember, I mean, we're literally just 70 octillion atoms just bouncing around here on this planet we call earth we're all made of the same stuff if you go down to its most finite smallest scale so just think about that but i did talk about also talked about uh nakel smith he uh he did a 35 minute instagram live session i mean discussing his experiences as a black professional skateboarder and it sucks because I, I mean i watched it but then I wanted to talk about it on the podcast and it was nowhere to be found. You know, like it was gone. Like I, I even before this, I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. But this did lead up to an amazing piece by writer Anthony Popolardo. It was titled Skateboarding's Response to Race Relations. I'll, I'll definitely be sure to put that link in the show notes. And, you know, if, if I don't, just just bug me and I'll, I'll be sure to, to send that. But you have to check it out. I mean, Anthony's the real deal when it comes to his content and his writing. So that was great. Many, many, a lot of good stuff came from Anthony this year. He's, dude was on fire. So, and June was also the month that I got hooked at looking, um, clicking on, window shopping, Patrick Kagongo's blacklist. You guys should know about this. If you don't, I'll, I'll put that in the notes too. Actually, you know what? First, I do have a slight bone to pick with Patrick though. I've been meaning to get this off my chest only because he created like such a wonderful resource with this blacklist and that even though COVID has left me unemployed with zero income, I always find a way to buy something on that list. I look at it all the time. I'm hooked. 
hook, damn it. I blame you, Patrick. <laughs> I mean, it's so easy to navigate. Yeah, my, my wife's walked by me a couple times <laughs> and tried to say, oh, spreadsheet, huh? Like, as if I, I'm, I could have claimed it. I, I didn't want to do that. I'm like, yeah, look at what I have created. But no, I wouldn't do that. But I was just like, she, she noticed it so many times open on my laptop that she had to mention it. So that tells you something. I remember one time she said, no, she commented on it. I'm like, it's not just a spreadsheet, my love. It's an experience. Take note. Put that on a post-it note. The blacklist is an experience. And one day you might enjoy it. You might experience it. You know, maybe I'll show her it. But So I, I then, of course, simply directed her to Patrick. I said, you know what? If you have any questions, you have negative feedback, reach out to Patrick. You know, if, you want, if you're frustrated that your husband is buying like tons of Motif brand hoodies, that's not on me. It's on Patrick. But all jokes aside, though, well done, Patrick. That was awesome. I'm still looking at it. I'm going to look at it today. I think I look at it thing every damn day. It's, a, it's literally a tab open on my laptop. <laughs> Let me know if that's the same with your guys' tabs, too. But I'm just, being, I'm just being real here, being honest, you know? And I wrapped up the month of June with two firsts. You know, custom skateboard maker Bear Walker was my first interview on the show. And up until then, it was just me and my takes, you know? But it was nice to finally, like, break the mold and chat it up with Bear. You know, he's a solid dude. And, and if you haven't seen his work, you, you've probably seen his work, but you didn't know or realize it was from him. You need to go into Google, type in the words Bear, and then Walker. You will thank me later. And my second first was by having fellow skater and podcaster Drew Domkus on the show. That this it had been a couple months in the making. We started chatting it up on social media. Drew uh, co-hosts the Skatosis podcast with Aaron Monty, and is a member of the Podcasting Hall of Fame. So, dude is a class act. Needless to say, and he knows what he's doing. He's obviously been recognized for his work, and not only that, he's got one of the best damn barn ramps on the planet, and it's one that I plan on skating one day. Yeah. Don't be alarmed if I knock on your door one of these days, Drew. I'll have my mask on. Don't worry. I'll have my mask on. It'll be all good. Probably not in the winter. It's too cold now. So, yeah. So that wraps up part one of two on this year in review. Tune in next week to hear some of my favorite, favorite moments from the last few months to wrap up the year. I hope you have a fantastic holiday. And I do want to end on a serious note here for a minute. Mainly because, you know, I want to remind each and every one of you listening that if you are having a rough time now, or even in the future, whenever you tune into this, it could be six months from now, and you need someone to talk to or reach out to, I am here. You are never alone. Not with me, that is, okay? I want to stress this enough. Reach out anytime, and I mean that. You know, holidays, we have lockdown, covid just we've already had a rough year and then the holidays make it even worse for for many and then have an additional stress of maybe unemployment you know i i know the feeling trust me i'm there but if you need help you need to talk please reach out reach out to me okay so thanks for tuning in i'll talk to you next tuesday see ya